touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Referee. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show. Featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Sensational Qantas Wallabies. One team, 2011. Test tickets on sale now at Ticketek.com. The Ruck. And coming up the blind side, Tony Grubber Kick Squires. Yes, indeed. Hello and welcome to The Ruck. What a very special show we have for you today. So much to talk about. And as Tim Horan always says to me about this time every Sunday morning, Tony, give them the scores. Well, there's only one score. <laughs> there's only that, one there, Tony. Only one, Timmy, that is important. This is what happened last night. Middle of the field. Carter fired a pass away to Flynn. 40 away. It's knock over. On. It's a knock on. The Reds have won. The Reds have won the Super Rugby for the first time in the professional era. It's an amazing scene. The jubilation at Suncorp. The jubilation everywhere, not just Suncorp. That's where the game is played. The Reds 18, the Crusaders 13 in front of 52,113 punters. Matt uh, Burke, you are calling it on Triple M as well. How excited were you where you were sitting? <laughs> it was a very small room, Tony. It was very exciting. <laughs> uh, but what about that? I mean, it was fantastic to see the, the speed of the game was, was one that got me. And, um, and that, that mad minute after the final whistle, everyone's going nuts. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. Timmy, what time did you get home? Or have you just got into the studio? <laughs> <laughs> just walked in, actually. So it was a wonderful moment. Wonderful vibe through the city for, uh, for Brisbane. But more, more importantly from Brisbane, it was a, a wonderful occasion for Australian rugby, not just Queensland rugby. And I think that um, the way the Reds have played, not only this year, but also last year has captured the imagination of so many sporting followers and not just rugby followers. And, and to be able to get there, I was talking to Ewan McKenzie through the week about uh, he, he just didn't want to just be happy just to make the final. They had to actually um, try and win this game because you won't get a chance like that again to play in a home game. So amazing experience, amazing vibe through Caxton Street, the Queen Street Mall, and even today's paper. There's uh, the first fr- two front pages of, uh, of photos of the game, the last three back pages, which is amazing for uh, Queensland rugby. But... Uh, incredible moment last night when James Horwell finally held up the trophy. Yeah, Timmy, it wasn't just Caxton Street in Brisbane. Uh, I happened to be in Sydney last night in a uh, pub in Paddington, the heartland of the Waratahs, you would mm. expect. How bizarre was it to turn around from looking at the screen to see a sea of faces all chanting Queensland? It was it was bizarre. Given what had happened in State of Origin on Wednesday, the love for the Reds among people outside of Queensland is fairly intense. It, it, it goes the whole way to say, I think as Timmy said before, it's about the way they've played, the yeah. style that they've played this year. And um, if your team can't make it, I suppose the next best thing is to support the Aussie team. And, and wasn't it great, though? I mean, wasn't it great that... Um, I, as I said before, I love I love the, the speeches afterwards. I love how they got the timing wrong of, yep. of, <laughs> yes. of giving the speech to the, to the trophy. That, but it's all it was all caught up in the moment, wasn't it? It was just perfect. Yeah, I, I think the great occasion was too. Tony and Berkey was was what's happened to both uh, countries. You know, obviously the, the earthquake in Christchurch and the floods in Queensland. I mean, Brad Thorne through the week, the second row for the Crusaders was saying that he was here for the floods in uh, the, the 11th of January and he's also in Christchurch for the earthquake and, and what it meant, not just for, for rugby, but just to give those sort of people who've been affected by the floods and the earthquake, just give them something extra and put a smile on their face. It was an amazing moment, put a lot of emotions. Um, I mean, James Horwell, when he was interviewed a minute after the game, Rod Kafer at Fox Sports, they had to sort of push him away because there was tears in the eyes of James Horwell before he actually came on to be interviewed. It was such an emotional night and, and it meant so much to a lot of people. Yeah. What, I was going to say, what, what about Brad Thorne afterwards? I mean, what a, you talk about the integrity of people and, and the character of blokes. He, yeah. he, his, what he spoke about was just incredible. You know, like, congratulations to Queensland. He was so 
I suppose, you know, well-deserved for Queensland for what they've done and obviously, as, t- as you said, Timmy, for the people of, uh, of both countries. You, uh, you mentioned uh, you and Mackenzie, uh, Timmy. There was, uh, in, in the hotel I was in, there were some people, and I'm not going to say I was among them, who had some kind of drinking game going on. Where, <laughs> and you're part of the coverage. You're still partly responsible for the state <laughs> of people this morning because the game was every time you and Mackenzie appeared on the coverage, people had to drink. He was on the coverage 90% of the, the game. <laughs> there were some very sad and sorry men uh, in, in that hotel by the end of the evening. We've got so much uh, to talk about today and so many great people to talk to. There is a Wallaby squad that will be announced. We will talk to Coach uh, Robbie Deans before this show is over and we will speak to the man of the moment the man who scored that amazing winning try for the Reds. Will Gennier joins us all ahead on The Ruck. Use your Mastercard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011. Mastercard.com.au This is The Ruck The Sunday Rugby Show. Very excited of course the Super 15 final last night. The Queensland Reds an amazing performance for a team uh, Timmy, put it in context where they've come from to get to where they are as we speak this morning because they were nowhere for several years, weren't they? Oh, they were. And it was only just four years ago where they came back from South Africa, the Queensland Reds, beaten by the Blue, the Bulls of Pretoria, mm-hmm. 92-3. Yep. And there was a, a photograph in the paper back here and of the players. And Eddie Jones was coach at the time. The play, It was the last game of the season. The players got off the, the aeroplane in Brisbane and, and came down the, the escalator and they had no uniform on. They were in board shorts and singlets and thongs, and and it just looked a rabble. And and Rob and you know Robbie Dean said it before. It's all about the culture of different teams. And and Eddie Jones actually didn't even fly back with the team. He actually went to the UK. So uh, from South Africa, and it was amazing that the turnaround of this team. And I think part of the turnaround has been also been um, Phil Mooney as well. But Phil Mooney came in and coached for a couple of years, and he brought some younger players through. So it's been an amazing turnaround. Um, both. Off the field, more importantly as well, with the sponsors, stakeholders. And, and I think um, it's, it's been summed up for me when, when I first had a good chat to Rod McCall, the ex-Wallaby second row, who is now chairman of the Queensland Rugby. At the start, he said what, what he wants to do is actually get the, the kids to bring the dads to the game, whereas previously it was the dads trying to drag the kids yeah. along to the game and the kids just didn't want to go. But now I tell you what, you, uh, they'll get to sell out most games for um, going forward now. Yeah, well, they, if they played the brand of rugby they did uh, last night, all, all year, in fact, they were, look, as you said, they, they were a young team in a final, not having any experience that kind of, even semi-final football, really, for, for such a, a long time. Those young players, early, you saw the, the, the Crusaders, the pick and drive, they were controlling it better, uh, but then the turnaround, the second half, the Reds were fantastic. Playing that, that brand of rugby that, as you mentioned, Timmy, just puts bums on seats. Do you know, uh, I think, boys, that... Um the, the game is always going to level itself out, isn't it, possession-wise. Yep. Uh, I think it was a, a little bit in favour of the Queensland Reds to the, to the second half, at the end of the second half. But each has their opportunities to score tries. I'm, and Timmy used to always say it to us when we played, you get one or two chances to score a try, so you've got to take it. Digby Awani, that one, the chip over the top, I thought if he just held on the work, yeah. they were in behind. Yep. But then he gets a chance and puts... As we spoke about, his speed and that he can step at speed and keep going is quite incredible. And so, the celebration of that try from Digby <laughs> was again sensational. We're, we're, try we're trying to work again. out what it was. It looked like there was the fake shower. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's half English. <laughs> oh, it was an amazing, amazing experience. I mean, there's a lot of credit that goes to the Crusaders team as well because they had their chances as well. Robbie mm. Fruin went through uh, Daniel Carter's try. It was a. Uh, I think the Crusaders Ford pack was brilliant as well. But I mean, for young guys for the Reds, guys like John O'Lance, who's only come in the last two or three games. At 15. Ben Daly as well, such a young player. Liam Gill, 
just turned 19, and what a, what a way to start your career by winning a Super rug, Rugby title. But I think a lot, a lot of credit goes to the Crusaders team, the way they played the game, and, and also, Berkey, as you mentioned, the, the way they held themselves after the match as well. Radeki Samo, uh, now uh, at the moment, Stu, Stu Dickinson, the Australian referee who was uh, touch judge last night. What was he Assistant think? referee. Assistant referee. Sure. I, I apologise, <laughs> Stuart. I apologise to all the listeners. What was he thinking? I don't know how far out from full time we were, uh, but he, he comes onto the field to say that Radeki Samo should be penalised for a, a late tackle, which was simultaneous with the ball disappearing from the player. I, I, he didn't need to get on there. He did not need to run onto that field in a final. Could you believe it? I heard. I heard that uh, through his management group that uh, he said uh, a few KPIs that he had to get onto the uh, field <laughs> a certain amount of times, and that's why he got on twice. Interesting enough, the other referee, the other assistant touch judge, didn't get on at all. Mm-hmm. As a player, like just it, let it go. And yeah. I thought, I thought uh, Bryce Lawrence handled that game really well last night. The the ability. And for mine, it's scrum time. The scrums went down a couple of times, but the ball was at the back. Just let it go. It's out. Yeah. Don't don't reset it. We don't want to be this there watching, albeit with respect to the forwards. We don't want to see them bash heads the whole time. So we mm-hmm. want to see the ball being moved around. And that's what it was last night. And I think Bryce Lawrence, Berkey, I think what he did, in the first 20 minutes, he probably didn't have a great control of the game at breakdown time because yeah, the Crusaders were flying lost. in. So were the Reds. There was arms and legs going everywhere, and the ball was popping out. But well, I think then he started to get some control in the game because it went so long until the first penalty goal was mm. kicked by Quade Cooper. And, and obviously the Reds behind 7-6 at half time. That The penalty goal three minutes before half time by Cooper um, to get into that score was really important because it just kept the Reds in the game and kept them in touch. And the fatigue factor you thought was going to be coming in by the Crusaders, but it didn't. i tell you what, then Will Genny is 65-metre oh. run to score the try. I know we're going to be talking to him very shortly. Uh, I don't think he slept as, as well uh, last night. <laughs> How but, uh, exciting was that? His little legs were pumping. Yeah, they were, the Reds might have won the game, but they did lose the beard. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen a team with such uh, good hair, good facial hair as the Crusaders. I know, look, they've been fairly nomadic this year because mm. they haven't been able to play out of home in Christchurch because, you know, well documented what has gone on there. So I spent a lot of time in hotels looking for razor blades, finding them uh, and you just I haven't seen such hairy men uh, Tim can you explain the hairy man thing <laughs> well I think what happened actually quite seriously they said when the earthquake hit uh, in Christchurch um, obviously there was no power no water for, for everyone and the, and, the, and the team was starting to travel they said well okay if, if no one else in, in our city can shower or shave we're going to do the same until the end of the uh, Super Rugby so they haven't sh- more... showered since the <laughs> they haven't no, no, I think, I think they had some hot water last night no wonder, no wonder they got their own plane that time the, the, the DC3 I think it was at the same time I tell you what I'd have been struggling uh, I've, I've got gaps going everywhere I shave every four days <laughs> I wouldn't be able to join up I actually was, I came down in a lift in Brisbane the other day with a couple of those bearded boys and uh, they're terrifying they do look a frightening but, but, unit but isn't it amazing though? You, you see a, a clean cut guy when you take the field well, I did and yeah. you think I've got this bloke yeah. then you see a bearded bloke and you go oh, hang on what's going on yeah. there especially when you're in the under 14s <laughs> <laughs> this is the ruck use your Mastercard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011 mastercard.com.au this is the ruck the Sunday rugby show very excited this morning after a great moment for rugby last night the Reds 18 beating the Crusaders 13 in that Super 15 final. Tim Horan was there in Brisbane. Matty Burke calling it for Triple M. I was in a pub in Paddington in Sydney. The heart of Waratahs cheering on Queensland, cheering on a man named Will Genia who scored an amazing solo winning try. And he joins us right here, right now. Will, welcome and congratulations, my friend. Thank you very much. And I'm just happy to be on the show. 
Tell me about the uh, the vibe last night. Just watching it from a distance, it was incredibly special. I was there on Wednesday night for State of Origin. It looked amazing. How did it feel when you ran onto that field and when you came off as champions? Yeah, it was an unbelievable feeling. I mean, to to hear the roar of the crowd as we ran onto the onto the pitch, and then I think to see everyone stay behind afterwards for the for the presentation was unbelievable. And um, just the vibe, the atmosphere that was created, you know, it was it was definitely a massive buzz, and we really enjoyed every second of it. Uh, well, Tim here, mate, it must, uh, as you mentioned, an amazing feeling and, and probably it's more relief than anything else, isn't it, when you come off the field and it's finally over. I know there's another game next weekend, the Wallabies playing Western Samar, but uh, what about your little legs, mate? They were pumping 65 metres out. It was such a long run for your uh, amazing try. Did you think you'd get there? I know you were sort of looking to Quade Cooper on your left-hand shoulder. Yeah, I was looking to pass the ball, actually, because uh, I tend to want to make a break with for support because I don't think I really have the legs, but... Um... Uh, he was. I thought he was quite well covered, so I decided to back myself, and I got tackled probably about five metres out, but kept pumping the legs, and I guess momentum took me took me over. And um, as you said, yeah, look, it is a, a little bit of relief once you come off the field, having finished off the the regular season as minor premiers, and with all that pressure on you. So to come away with a win, yeah, a bit of relief, but um, you know, I guess it's very overjoyed, and that's that's pretty much the main feeling. And, you know, still feeling that buzz now. Well, give us an idea of, of the speed of the game compared to uh, perhaps uh, the, the regular season that you had. We, we see these big games being so much quicker. And, and I think for mine, exemplified by the end of the game when you're on the ground and you just see your chest going up and down, you're just literally sucking the seagull, so to speak. It Was it as fast as, as we predicted it was going to be? Yeah, definitely, mate. It was, uh, it was pretty much a test match, to be honest. I mean, you play against a side who is virtually an all-black team, so they definitely up the ante and we had to stick with them and we knew that and... You know, it was unbelievable the pace of the game. They really targeted us at the breakdown, and um, you know, it was it was just it felt like it felt like we were playing the All Blacks. That, that's mm. the typical sort of way they play, where they try to take that breakdown. So we got to make sure, you know, we win our own ball, and you know, just getting around the field, getting around the ground. It was definitely was a lot faster than regular season games. Just taking you back to when you planted the ball over the try line and scored, James Hall was among the people who uh, eventually got to you to uh, give you a bit of a hug. Is it true he said the immortal words, "I love you"? I think he did, mate, but to be honest, I can't remember. I was, I was bugged. I just got up and everyone was trying to give me a hug, try to push them away so I could get my breath. No, no, no post-try celebration for you, mate? They came too quick. Oh, I, I tried to dance, but as I said, I couldn't even breathe. <laughs> I will just, just give everyone a, a bit of an uh, insight, too, because I walked past the dressing room last night as we uh, finished the Fox Sports call. And I heard the ghetto blaster happening and the music, and it was quite a, a jovial uh, jovial sort of um, dressing shed what was the moments like and how long did you stay in the dressing shed for just with the team oh look we saved that moment for as long as we could I think we were in there for about two hours before we, we ended up in the Normby Hotel as a team with all our family uh, we had the music going everyone's having a few beers and just really taking down really enjoying it because I mean we've we've been through some tough times and um, it was just you know even sitting in the change room everyone, all the boys just were saying to each other we can't believe we won the comp um, and not just won the comp but being you know the best side or the side that's been the benchmark for the last, you know, five, six years. So it, it's still a feeling that's, that's going to take time to sink in. But, yeah, it was pretty much a party atmosphere in the change room. Timmy, you should have been there. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was knocking on the door. Nobody <laughs> let him in. Let me in. Ah, the old blokes. Exactly. The old blokes never get a start. Yeah. Mate, mate, it was beyond just rugby, though, last night. That's what it seemed from an outsider's point of view anyway, because it was two teams who have represented areas that had such a tough time. Obviously, the, the floods and the earthquakes, and you could sense that there was that something special about both units as they went on, and, and in the game as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we obviously Queensland for the flood victims and, um, you know, the cyclone and... Um, the Crusaders in Christchurch with everything that's happened there and I guess it, 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 
hopefully put a few smiles on a few people's faces and a little bit of, create a bit a little bit of relief. Um, you know, Queenslanders are great supporters of sport, and sometimes they look to sporting teams to help them lift. I guess as as a state, so we're very proud to hopefully have um, helped out in a, in a little way that we could have, and as I said, put some smiles on some people's faces. Well, you've got a pretty busy next few days. Obviously, today uh, at Ballymore, there's a fan day. Uh, starts at 2pm till 4pm, so I'm sure that Ballymore will be packed again this afternoon for all the, all the Reds fans and the Reds players will be there. And then, obviously, on Monday as well, you've got a, a, a parade through the Queen Street Mall starting at 12.15, and you get handed the keys of the city. I've never worked that out. What, no. what do you do with the keys of the city? What are they open? But uh, busy few days for you boys. Yeah, it is, it is busy, but you've got to give back to your fans and... You know, you saw last night with the people who turned out to support us. We've got to make sure that, you know, we give back to them. And they've been a big part of the success this season. Uh, they, they helped us. They always help us through the tight moments when you hear the, the We Are Red Chan, the Queenslander. And, um, you know, we're just looking forward to, to going out to Ballymore and, and putting, you know, even more smiles on kids' faces, on families' faces. And, you know, hopefully a fair few people turn out. Mate, you'd be hoping, I guess, and without getting ahead of yourself, that the Wallabies team is about to be announced today. You'd love to, well, a squad anyway, you'd love to see a, a few of your mates turning red jerseys into gold. Yeah, definitely. I guess if you're going to pick a side based on um, who's playing well, then hopefully there's, there, there are a few Queenslanders uh, within the side. Um, and it'll be just a good experience for everyone. You know, we can all continue to mature as footballers in that, in that environment and, and learn things and can continue to get better for both Australia and for Queensland. Mate, it is wonderful to talk to you. Uh, thanks so much for doing it. I know how difficult it is backing up after not just a win, but a, a massive party. Uh, it is great to talk to you. And we, not just Queensland, Australia, are very proud of your efforts and that of your team last night. Well played. Thank you very much, guys, and thanks for having me. Good well, on you, Sanchez. Uh, Will Gania, <laughs> what a good man, uh, one would think, walk into a Wallaby jersey. We will speak to Robbie Deans. That announcement is made about 9.45 this morning. We'll speak to him straight after. Uh, yes, Matty? Still denied Timmy to get into the change room, though, Timmy. What's that? Who's that? Who's oh, that? I didn't like the music anyway. <laughs> I didn't like the music. There was no country and western play. <laughs> this is the ruck. Use your MasterCard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011. MasterCard.com.au This is the ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show. Very shortly, the Qantas Wallabies squad, I think it's a 40-man squad for the Samoa Test and the Tri-Nation, is being named. We will speak to Robbie Deans uh, immediately. That has been done. Just a little chat about what is in store for the Wallabies. Uh, and given that it is Rugby World Cup 2011, all uh, for the past few weeks, what we've been doing is just introducing you to some of the lesser-known countries who will be taking part in New Zealand in just few, a few weeks away. That's exciting, isn't it? It's just weeks away before we Days away, I think it is, Tony. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. Cannot wait for that. So our final World Cup minnow is... I love this one too. <clears throat> Entering the biggest rugby arena for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, Russia. Yes, the Russian Bears will play in Australia's Group C. Already expectations and ticket sales are high for their meeting in Nelson on October 1. They just missed out four years ago, but the team's low point was in 2003 when they were expelled for fielding three South African-born players who were ineligible. Bizarrely, the English cricket team has survived for generations <laughs> using the same system. While the Bears have no fixed home ground, the most popular venue is Krasnoyarsk in Siberia. That's Krasnoyarsk. Good place, that too. Is it real? Well, it's billed uh, as the prettiest city in all of Siberia, uh, Krasnoyarsk. It's a haven for rugby and tourism. Visitors flock to the giant granite rock formations that are up to 100 metres high. Is that really so good? 100 metres high. While you're there, visit the homes of Krasnoyarsk's most famous citizens, sculptor Yuri Zlotya 
and writer Nikolai Gaydak. That's Gaydak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Russia. They'll stand shoulder to shoulder to this beautiful anthem. Proudly, Rugby World Cup's newest enormous minnow. Boys. Gee, do, you reckon they, do you reckon they have a little lemon rusty before they run out? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a marketing tool out here to me. They just go straight vodka, don't they? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, we, we, we actually, for the Queensland Reds many years ago, 1990, we played against uh, the, the Russians. They came to Queensland, and a week before we played them at Ballymore, they actually went um, snorkelling at the Great Barrier Reef, came down to, um, to Queensland, we played them. I remember walking in the dressing shed after the game, and there was guys who were six foot eight, six foot nine. They had no sunscreen on while they'd been snorkeling, <laughs> and they had so badly sunburnt they were blistered. And what the physio had done had actually strapped everyone's back. Oh, they were pulled, they were, they're trying to pull the strapping off all these blisters. So I went in. I went in to swap my Queensland jersey for a Russian jersey. Looked in and looked at all these Dolph Lundgrens getting in tears. I just, I just walked straight out. Amazing. That's yeah. exactly. Great but it's, it, they, I reckon they're all be Dolph Lundgrens. Dolph Lundgrens. Rocky yeah. Four. Mate, it's just Ivan Drago, isn't it? They haven't actually played. They, they played Ireland, I think. They haven't actually played uh, Australia in a Test match. I don't. I, think. I don't think so. Yeah. And, and you know, when they're when they're packing um, 220 pounds per square inch uh, of of power in that scrum, like uh, like Ivan does as well. It's a, uh, it makes for a formidable team. It's interesting, though. At least their, their landscape goes up rather than Bluffentain when it goes down. That's <laughs> true. Uh, beautiful Russia. Use your MasterCard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011. MasterCard.com.au This is The Rock, the Sunday rugby show. Just looking again at last night, the Reds 18, the Crusaders 13. That's that terrific final uh, of the Super 15s. Timmy, that side, young red side, does that kind of scream? I mean, the Crusaders are a team that wins so often and so regularly and they've had something of a you know years and years of success does it bode well what do you see happening for the future for this young red side playing that brilliant brand of rugby can they stay together and uh, and win again well they're a chance this reds team to actually do something special in the next four to five years similar to, as you mentioned tony to the crusaders because the the, the main part is though can you keep this side together majority mm-hmm. of players have all signed and signed for some of them for lesser money to actually stay in queensland and be part of this dynasty and and be all but also about being part of a team a winning culture and an enjoyment because they're playing with smiles on their faces like guys like ben daly's young you know i mean john o'lance has come in i mean james horwell's only 26 as well so yeah. uh, it's quite a young team and um enthusiastic team about what's what's going to happen going forward Berkey. but what about when you think back timmy to when the Western Force came through. They they took what sixteen of their players, sixteen of their squad to to go over to Perth, and and that's when they just well they found rock bottom, didn't they? And then they had to find a way out. And I think you mentioned it before. It's uh, Phil Mooney got the young guys together, gave them a start. And there's only I love the the advertisement in the paper. You know the job you know, must have experience, but how do I get experience? And these guys. You know, week in, week out, we're getting smashed. But they've found that that became a little bit more, I suppose, battle-hardened, if that's the case. Yeah, I think they've... Uh, I'll tell you who's done a good job. The young little... Remember everyone? Remember Paul Carroz, a little wallaby winger? Yep. Uh, amazing player. And uh, he, he's looked after the academy there for the last four or five years. And, and getting players out of school, keeping them in Queensland was really important. I mean, at Ballymore this morning at 11am, the Queensland one team... Uh, in the schoolboys versus the New South Wales one team, and that's where you get the younger players from, from that schoolboy era, and that they've sort of come through. Liam Gill, as I mentioned, 19 years old, so 
compared with Radiki Samo, who his birthday yesterday he was thirty five. What a birthday wow. present! Exactly. Is he thirty five? Well, that's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he was parading around last night with a little baby in his arms, and someone said, "Oh, that's his grandson." <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, well, he, he uh, what about the, t- the the charge down last night on the sort of bottom right hand corner? I think it was Maitland tried to kick the ball out, and he. He sort of did the charge down, but half hit the tackle, that kind of stuff. I got hit by him a couple of years ago. So that was, what, 2004, Waratah's Brumbies. He hit me that hard. Um, I, I don't even know. I, I got up, and well, I did like the AFL guy the other day. When he turned and kicked the ball the wrong yeah. way, I got up and walked the wrong way. I go, mate, just this way, mate. And it was just... But he, but he's he's such a big man. Yeah. Well, well, so well he won, one, of, one of the turning points last night was when Radiki Samo, when he held up Brad Thorne mm. for what should have been a try, Brad Thorne needed to pass to his left-hand side late in that second half. Uh, that was probably one of the major turning points. Radiki Samo, his right arm was underneath the ball. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he's done enough to make it into the Wallabies 40-man squad. It's been about seven years. Uh, we'll find out very shortly next. We'll talk to Supercoach Robbie Deans on The Ruck. Use your MasterCard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011. MasterCard.com.au This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. We're joined now and very thrilled to be joined by the uh, the coach of the Wallabies, Robbie Deans. Robbie, good morning. Thanks so much for being part of the show. Not a problem. Mate, before we get into the squad uh, for Samoa, the test and the Tri-Nations, uh, I just want to take you back to last night, that amazing game, that uh, the, the final we've been talking about this morning. Must have been amazing for you. Uh, such a great game. The Australian and Australian franchise boys you'll be coaching and have coached, and the emotional ties that you have with the Crusaders and Christchurch. Both teams did their people proud last night, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And I think anybody at, at the venue would have felt the emotion in the contest. It was a fantastic final. It was the appropriate two sides in the final. You know, they both earned the right, and uh, they both played played the best rugby in the competition. And the final was befitting of that. It was. You know, edge, edge of your seat stuff. Yeah. Could have gone either way. Um, there was drama. It had everything. But ultimately, the, the Reds deserved to win, and it was a fantastic result off, off the back of a, a fantastic year. And I think, that, you know, the public that turned out and created that atmosphere last night can, can take some of the credit as well. Robbie, with a short turnaround and going to the test matches, it must have been, as you said, pretty exciting to see the speed of the game, that that's the intensity or thereabouts that's going to be played in a week's time. Yeah, well, that's right. We've got a test match next weekend. You're right. Um, and those are the levels that we've got to get to ultimately. Um, and it's just great to see the Reds playing at that level and doing it consistently. There's a couple of Reds players. Obviously, many of them have forced their way into into your squad, as it should be. But people like Bo Robinson and James Hansen, uh, for the first time, exciting moments for them. Oh, it's great. It's you know, That's one of, one of the great parts of, of the job is being able to reward people that, that perform. It's an exciting time in, in any man's life to be chosen to represent his nation and uh, clearly those blokes have, have been uh, big contributors and have also been big benefactors of, of the work of the team. Robbie, I'm going to be a little bit biased here uh, and, and you're a fullback in your day as well. Um, I don't care much of the forwards. <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem to do much for me. Just give me, just give me the ball and we'll, and we'll try and score. What about this back line that you've, you've now, I suppose, producing? Uh, uh, Bill Cooper, uh, O'Connor, you've got guys there who have just got an amazing feat, amazing speed, and what we've seen this year, just so exciting. It must be, I suppose, rubbing the hands together stuff, if that's the word, so, to get these guys out in the paddock. It is, it is exciting. There's some depth coming there now. We've got competition, which will drive standards. Um, you know, No one will be comfortable, uh, I don't think. Um, they can't afford to be. Exciting to be part of. You know, the, the forwards, as you saw 
as recently as last night understand that if they if they volunteer and step up to the plate and, and create some some momentum, then they, they know they've got people that will will run off that. So it's it's good to, to have that element in any side, but you've still got to earn that right to be able to play, particularly at Test match level. There's, there's no fr- no free channel, so to speak. Hey, Robbie, what about uh, going into a World Cup? You do need momentum, don't you? And that the Reds have obviously provided that. Also, the Waratahs of, of making the final. That's that's very important going into the World Cup. I know it's 60 days away, the World Cup, but and there's tri-nations and a game against Western Samoa on Sunday. Um, but that momentum is very important. And when you've got guys like Sidaleki Tamani selected as well, uh, Radiki Samo, who, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, turned 35 yesterday, uh, those sort of players with some experience, and guys like Nick Fibbs as well. Yeah, Belief's a big part of that, um, and and obviously you know that's what we're hoping for, and, and that's what we got. And to you know to have another title holder, obviously uh, the Reds become only the, the fifth side to have won Super Rugby uh, since since professionalism anyway. So I didn't mean to deny you one, Timmy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a long time ago, Robbie. That was over in South Africa many years ago, '95. <laughs> and you know what it's like until you get it done it's not done and, and, and there's that little seed of doubt in the back of your mind as to whether you can get it done so yeah it's the step that has been taken is important to us Robbie Deans uh, thank you so much for your time this morning joining us on the ruck at the start of a very exciting adventure for the men in gold uh, speak to you very soon no problem thank you thanks Robbie there we go Supercoach Robbie Good. Deans and you're listening to the ruck use your Mastercard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011 mastercard.com.au this is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. Uh, and speaking of that World Cup, we've just spoken to Robbie Deans, the coach of the Qantas Wallabies. The t- aside for the Samoa Test and the Tri-Nations has just been announced. Had a chat about that, boys. What did you make of that 40-man? I-, I was a bit disappointed. I looked through the 40-man squad because 40 is a lot of people. Mm. T. Squire's not mentioned anywhere in dispatches. <laughs> in, um, in Berg T. Horan. No, exactly. <laughs> Any major surprises to me? Uh, no major surprise. You wouldn't think so either with a 40-man nah. squad. But, um, I mean, if you run through it, there was 15 Reds players selected, 11 Waratahs, 7 Brumbies, 5 from the Western Force, and only uh, a couple from the Rebels. But I suppose Sterling Mortlock, um, you know, you wouldn't think. Maybe in a 40-man squad you thought he was a chance, but uh, he's coming back from a, a quite a severe back injury uh, and obviously moved from the Brumbies to the Rebels. But Ben Moen I thought was probably a bit of a shock. I mm. thought Ben Moen for the Waratahs, um, played some really good footy this year, and and Richard Brown as well from the Western Force not selected, but uh, that doesn't mean anyone from outside of the forty can't be drafted in in time. But I think I think Robbie Deans and the selectors, Berkey, have done a pretty good job, and it now it'll be all come down to actually what team takes the field this Sunday against Western Samoa, whether you know Fibs actually starts and gives Will Guinea a rest, or Matt Guido starts and gives Cooper a rest. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I, I think there's reward for the way the teams have played this year, though. You're right, uh, Timmy Queensland. Got the bulk, the bulk of the uh, of the guys in the team. Bo Robinson. Well, I mean, what an amazing story. As we've spoken about it for, for so many times, pulling beers, cut from Waratahs, playing club rugby, and the rest of it. But for mine, um, Tamani Setaliki Tamani is the uh, uh, the Waratah back row or second row. Um, the only thing they've got to say to him now, he stopped taking out your own players. Remember, he knocked out <laughs> Al Basha. Yeah. Yeah, he did a job on uh, Afapakalini, I think, in the uh, in the in the qualifying final as well but he is someone that could make a, a massive difference perhaps off the bench and some good names in the squad as well Daniel Vickerman in the squad coming back from his studies over in Cambridge uh, Nick Fibbs as we mentioned Sidaleki Tamani James Hansen the reserve hooker for mm. Queensland uh, in the 40 man squad obviously Bo Robinson Rod Davies Luke Morahan as well from the Queensland Reds um, no, notice, noticeable that Beric Barnes and Drew Mitchell 
not in the 40-man squad because of uh, both injuries. both got injuries at the moment. So, yeah. uh, but certainly. Uh, you know the, the the Wallabies play the Springboks as well in two weeks' time, the twenty third of July. So that's when you'll see the real Wallaby team run out. I did notice that uh, Ben Robinson talked about the, the the scrummaging will be much better this time around, and they've been at scrum camp. Scrum camp is a dream. You know, when you were a kid, you were like, oh, I'm going off to camp. You had to go to band camp, but scrum camp. <laughs> It's not really the place you want to be, is it, over the holidays, kids? I'm going off to scrum camp. Uh, anyway, that's what has to happen. I wonder what the chat's like there. <laughs> it's scrum uh, camp. Uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be terrific. What will be interesting over the coming weeks is to see if the men in gold play with a little bit of the flair of the men in red. Uh, will that move the Queensland style into what is happening on the Wallabies uh, paddock? We'll talk about that and so much more. We're not finishing here on the ruck. We are kicking on all the way through to a Rugby World Cup 2011. Very exciting. We'll be back next week. We'll take you out, uh, as Tim Horan says, Tony, told him the score. We'll do it one more time in this manner. See you next week. Middle of the field, Carter, fired a pass away to Flynn, 40 away. It's over, it's a knock on. The Reds have won. The Reds have won the Super Rugby for the first time in the professional era. It's an amazing scene. The jubilation at Suncorp. Use your MasterCard to witness history at Rugby World Cup 2011. MasterCard.com.au